Hello and welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. This is episode 146. I'm Nick. I'm Kelly. And the silent guy over there is Jared. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you, Jared? Good. Kelly, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm good? I'm good, too. Yeah. Thanks uh, for listening, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, so what have you guys been up to lately? Uh, well, I did that thing I was talking about doing, and I turned 30. Oh, Woo! no. Um, how did that go? Can we sing now? No, no oh. singing. Do you feel old? Nobody sang to me. I had no candles. That is happy best. birthday. <laughs> no, please don't. That's, that's the best birthday present. No, of but all. it was really cool. Um, I received more Star Wars items than any one person has ever been given. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have a friend who <laughs> yeah. work, I have a friend who works for Think Geek, and nice. I think she just like walked into a warehouse and like cleared a shelf. Nice. Um, yeah. So no, it it was nuts. Um, and just a real good time. Overall. Did you watch a movie? Yeah, we uh, I I borrowed the store's projector and screen, and we watched Stargate, the original nice. Stargate. Nice, classic. Um, yeah, which is fantastic. We watched the extended edition, which I think included one two-minute scene in a desert. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. was it was worth the more, price of the Blu-ray? <laughs> more landscape shots. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no. Overall, Do you feel old? No. No. I feel like I am where I have. Is the new I have been destined <laughs> you to finally be. made it to yeah. where you were always. yeah exactly <laughs> that's a good point yeah. yeah i've definitely you feel I, right i feel like i'm gonna be better at being in my 30s than i was ever at being in my 20s yeah, so. that's probably that's true that's of everybody <laughs> no it's not no but it's a good goal a lot of people are <laughs> terrible at it i don't feel embarrassed about the fact that i never go out and i just watch tv all the oh, time true <laughs> that's like the checkout age you're like i made it i survived long enough let's be real i haven't felt embarrassed about that for a long time <laughs> fair point but yeah uh, that was uh, it that was it I uh, went to the building museum. Yep, that's a cool Sunday. old-timey building. Uh, I didn't actually do anything. <laughs> that is went, as cool. We were just kind of walking around. We walked in there, and we were like, oh, i got to buy tickets to all these things. And we're right. like, nah, I'm just going to go somewhere else. But we, we, you know, we looked at the stuff we could see outside. Yeah, and they then don't we, have the building itself is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, but there was, we saw they were setting up the beach thing. So yeah. I, I didn't know what it was because they were just building a room, and then they had uh, like thousands of boxes everywhere labeled ball pit balls <laughs> and i was like that are they building a giant ball pit it's amazing <laughs> they basically did and then next week yeah so uh the, right after that i saw uh like the next day i saw a thing about it. it's like they're building a beach at the building museum I was that's like, amazing what? yeah they do a big like installation thing every they summer did a maze last year right yeah they did a maze yeah. the year before they did this really cool miniature golf course what which oh, like man. was every single hole was designed by a different architect and that's so like cool. there really was cool. there was a hole where the entire wall was just like shoots on a wall and so like you had to get your club what? inside yeah it was crazy I like it. so i highly recommend it it's not a free museum but it's cheaper than most of the not f- other not free museums right. in yeah. dc like how much does the beach thing cost the beach thing is, for non-members is like um 16 dollars, i think oh, okay. which is pretty much what it costs to get you into the spy museum yeah, at right. any given time and right. that includes i think that's an admission for everything in the museum that's once cool. you buy that ticket nice yeah so yeah, I'm excited about it. That's no cool. man, yeah, gotta go check that out. What have you been up to, Jared? Do Nothing as cool as you guys. Uh, I saw Jur- Jurassic World though, which no, was I uh, saw it. It's all right. Dinosaur tastic <laughs> and was okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about it last time. I, th- I thought it I was okay. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh was, yeah, Kelly hated it. I hated yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I didn't hate I enjoyed it, it, but I was kind of like, Neh. it's fun. Yeah, it's fun enough. There's dinosaurs doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> the dinosaurs good. are the best characters. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the first one. There's like a sense of wonder every time you saw a dinosaur, and this is like, they literally are like. 
everyone's over dinosaurs. We need new dinosaurs. I'm like, no, people still love dinosaurs. I did like the kids writing the baby yeah. dinosaurs. I think yeah. that was the best like attraction in the park. And that yeah. kid who was like, no, that's a baby stuff. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you want to ride a baby dinosaur? That would be, be awesome. I'd ride any dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sign me up. <laughs> riding a raptor. Um, hey, Chris Pratt can do it. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you're exactly like Chris Pratt. All right, so let's move on Thanks, to some news. Yeah. That's just in. <laughs> Are we still doing old-timey voices? <laughs> uh, we were going to do old-timey voices for this episode, but we got really tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't last Before long. we started. Before we even started. Uh, so yeah, this week uh, Marvel released all of their uh, previews for all their post all new, Secret Wars. All new, all different Marvel. Is it all uh, of the things that they're doing? I think it's most of it. It's yeah. like 45 books. It's a lot. Um, it's pretty comprehensive. I think it's most of it. Uh, so yeah, um, we thought we'd talk about some of the stuff that we liked um, and I will start off by saying that uh, I I like the Spider Woman was one of the so all these books kind of take place I guess eight months in the future of whatever before Secret Wars stuff so confusing um, oh I, so I is thought, that why Spider Woman is yeah pregnant? so I saw Spider Woman took oh a good advantage God. of that where she is uh, eight months pregnant or nine months pregnant I don't know um, ten months pregnant. I am on the fence about that. Oh, uh, it's fine. I My mean, favorite comment that I've seen is someone on Twitter was like, I sure hope that Spider-Woman's pregnant belly is full of thousands of baby spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like it. It's like basically uh, her whole, the whole thing about the book now is that she kind of wants to live a normal life. And that's kind of, you know, part of her, you know, trying to just not be a superhero and just focus on whatever she wants to do. Um, it is the same she team wants to have a baby, that so, is yeah. currently writing it. So that's a good. Yeah. And good it's the same artist, which is great. Um yeah, what else are you guys excited about? Um, I think the Doctor Strange is Jason Aaron writing with Chris uh, Bacalo art. I That's think that will be, be pretty, pretty cool. Pretty great, I think. Uh, I'm kind of into this Ultimates book. I mean, it's got America Chavez in it, who is the greatest. <laughs> she um, is pretty great. So I am pretty excited to see that. It looks like. And Galactus? <laughs> yeah, Galactus is on this team. <laughs> I think it's a team member. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty great. Um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, the one that I liked uh, based on title alone uh, was Venom Space Knight. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's kind of been doing that in the Guardians right. of the Galaxy stuff. And this one's Robbie Thomas, who's writing uh, Silk, which is also great, and is also coming back in this. And um, Ariel Olivetti doing the art, so it's going to look awesome. It's going to look pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> totally Awesome Hulk looks kind of great. That is uh, the title of it, by the way. Yeah. Totally awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, Greg Pack returning to Hulk after a long time. He was doing uh, what he did, World War Hulk and Planet Hulk, which I liked. And I nobody. It's supposed to be a mystery who this is, but uh, everybody's pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure that it's Amadeus Cho. Yeah. Who? Cool. Amadeus Cho. Uh, oh, the Hulk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is, I guess, you know, Greg Pack created that character, so it makes sense. Uh, I'm not super stoked. I guess Josh Williamson's pretty good. Uh, the Illuminati team uh, with the tagline Forever Evil. Yeah, that um, one's the mo- one of the more vague ones. Yeah, but it's got the hood on the cover and he's one of my favorite villains. I, think I do like the a hood. pretty great character, so hopefully uh, that'll be good. Um, and I think one that we've all been waiting for and is great to finally see confirmed, Spider-Man with Bendis and Pacelli back yes. on the book. Yep, do it, uh, it's Miles Morales. Uh, Miles Morales. He's the main finally Spider-Man. Just titled Spider-Man. And did we talk about the did we talk about the new team on Captain Marvel? Because yeah, we that's, did. Yeah, that's so. in here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's good to see the, the way it looks. Yep. Oh, uh, speaking of, we haven't spoken of the other Spider-Man book, regular Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. Regular Amazing, old Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man looks pretty it's great too. He's uh, he's a billionaire. He's traveling the world. He's got a new Spider-Mobile. 
Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Still Dan Slot, which is fine because yep. I've been liking his stuff forever. Yeah, by and large, like the stuff that's picking up from older series is just the same team. It's yeah. not a ton of yeah, shaking it up. Just mostly like well, a we, new direction. We don't know yeah, how much is going to be changed. I mean, obviously, that's not a typical Peter Parker storyline. So, right. we'll see. Some crazy um, stuff. Uh, Hawkeye looks pretty interesting. Again, same team, uh, but the cover shows a very older-looking Hawkeye with a, right. a beard and old man scruffy. Hawkeye. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm kind of interested in Garnack number one. Yeah, Warren Ellis. So, oh, are we going to talk about Drax we'll by CM Punk? Drax by CM Punk. We <laughs> oh, have really? that coming out. <laughs> yeah, uh, and well, Ed McGinnis with Cullen Bunn. Yeah, we'll see how much Ed McGinnis actually does of it. Probably like uh, two issues. Um, old man Logan ongoing. X Men books. I guess Extraordinary X-Men looks pretty cool. Jeff Lemire and Berto Ramos. And Jeff Lemire's doing Old Man Logan, too. It's got the weird thing with uh, Old Man Logan and very young Jean Grey. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh, kind of boring. Uh, no, it is creepy. Um, <laughs> we'll see how That's that goes. A, I was a little bit disappointed, aside from the, the new people on Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know. There isn't a whole lot of new blood. In yeah, that. it's mostly like kind of the same stable of writers. But most of them are really good. You know, they gave Robbie Thomas another book, and there's like... You know, n- not too many new people though. Other than like, it's, I guess CM Punk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, there's a little more like image stuff. Like Joshua Williamson is writing a book, and um, Frank Barbieri is writing one. So I got a couple new ones, but not not a huge amount of them. But yeah. you know, it's interesting. But they overall, s- pretty promising looking. Yeah, they still haven't announced an artist on A Force, which I'm interested they to hear. <laughs> Do they switch off the artist? Uh, it's it's all they have listed so far is that uh, Wilson is writing it, and then um, they list an Ivan artist is on that page. The cover artist. Oh, oh. yeah, they have the cover artist. Yeah, that I looked all really th- all of the press about it. I went through just because I was interested, and nobody knows who the artist is we'll yet. See. So we'll see. Could Weird. be the same artist. Uh, so yeah, that was the stuff we liked from the Marvel stuff. There's 45 books coming out in October. Oh right. boy, uh, so. so that'll be fun <laughs> figuring all that out. The verdict is all new, mostly different, sort of. Yeah, different. Mostly different, yeah. <laughs> At the very different. least, it's new. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a lot, of, you know, a lot of fun looking stuff. So we'll see. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about a lot of these as they oh, come yeah. out. We'll review almost all of them. We will. Um, cool. That's all the news we have today. I'm sure there was more, but that, that's we'll a lot. About. Well, that's enough. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to some questions. And the questions we have today are from some friends of the store. Yeah. Uh, from Dylan and Lucas. They're both brothers. Uh, Dylan. Both asks, of them brothers. <laughs> both of yep. them are brothers with each other. <laughs> oh, even crazier. Uh, not to somebody else's brothers. But um, so Dylan asks, what was your favorite comic as a kid? Easy. Well, what was that? ElfQuest? Uh, no. I did love ElfQuest quite a bit. <laughs> uh, Tintin. That was my first comic. Of course. Still love I it. I should have known. Yep. Too easy, but still great. Did you call it Ten Tan at the time? No. Where I were you? Uh, oh man, I don't know. Jordan, in India, Jordan, maybe Jordan. Yeah, but nope. Call it Ten Ten. <laughs> American. Uh, I was super into Spider Man, and yeah. uh, that's the stuff I read. You know, Spider Man's great. Anything Spider Man I could find. <laughs> yeah, I think like I read an issue issue of Avengers just because Spider Man was in it. Fair enough. That's um, that's yeah. what they're hoping. <laughs> I, was, I was into the Hulk too. Spider Man and the Hulk were like my two go tos when I was a kid. Yeah, especially because when I lived in Greece for a little while, they. Uh, the the newsstand got comics, but they only got like two, two or three. Most of them were Disney comics, huh. and then the only Marvel one or superhero one even was uh, Spider Man and Hulk. They were like back to back. They would sell like two issues in one book, book or yeah. together. Yeah, it would be a flip book. That's awesome because I save money. <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't really read comics a bunch when I was a kid. I read, like, I would buy Archie Digests um, totally any, anytime we went on vacation. People always say that. And I'm like, Archie's amazing. No, and, and it's a comic. I read a ton of, like, the, I read every single comic in the newspaper. Oh, yeah. And, like, the newspaper I got, strips were good. And when I was a kid, like, I was reading, like, Mary Worth, the, yep. like, nice. adult soap opera stuff. Yep. I got <laughs> so into those. But, yeah, and we would buy, like, the, the Far Side books and the Garfield oh, books. And, and Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. I definitely read a lot of Far Side. So yeah. that's, that's what I came up on i didn't really get into like comic books until at least 10 years later also probably some ninja turtles comics possibly <laughs> i was definitely into that uh and then thank you dylan for the question uh next we got his brother lucas lucas says what is your favorite wordless comic he says favorite spelled o-u-r-i-t that's because the, that's he the is from the uk they both, they both spelled it that way <laughs> they did uh what's your favorite wordless comic I've been reading the Minions comic, which he is wordless, I guess. I haven't actually read yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't read the new one either. Uh, hmm. i got to go with a classic, uh, G.I. Joe issue 26. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the, the first go-to. pushing the envelope for a pretty mainstreamy comic uh, where a lot of ninja secrets are revealed in G.I. Joe, and the entire issue is a lot of violent and carnage, pantomime, silent <laughs> stuff. It's pretty great. Um, sometime, I think in the mid-2000s, early 2000 something uh marvel did oh, a the marvel silent did month. enough said month or oh, whatever oh, I that's, forgot that's what the it was name called. was pretty terrible but um basically all the issues were silent yep which was pretty cool and there was one well half um, cool and half terrible yeah some of them were bad but the new x-men one by grant morrison and frank quietly that came out Genius. that month was, was great so good. it was very very good it was all kind of in like uh emma emma frost was, going into like the like mind psychic escape. travel yeah. yeah it was very cool um yeah that's one that i remember very fondly how about you, Kelly? You got any um, wordless comics? Yeah, well, I, I have one, and it's going to surprise nobody. Uh, the, there was a wordless issue of the Six Gun. Oh, was it? And I don't wow. know. I, I don't know what one. the number is because I read it when it was in the. It must trade. be past twenty because I think that's. Yes, it's in the. <laughs> it's in the fourth book, I think. Huh. I love it so much that I actually. Um, I tried to buy a page from it, oh, and wow. they were all too expensive. But I bought the first page and the next issue after it. Yeah. And it's nice. really clever because and you removed it, all the word balloons. It's no, <laughs> there is no, <laughs> there are no word balloons on it. Hey, there you go. But uh, no, it's it's basically it's it's Drake is being held in a, a weird place, and Becky like breaks in and huh. rescues him, and the it's it's all action, yeah. and you find out afterwards that like it. In the previous comic, she's next to an explosion, mm. and it takes out her eardrums, so oh, she can't okay. hear, that and that's yeah. why it's wordless. Which I just thought that's was really like clever. The <laughs> there's there's the similar thing with Hawkeye, right? But yeah, like, yeah. Except that one was more sign language, right? Yeah, so, and well, the so uh, the 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 issue with the dog too. Oh, is, right. is mostly wordless. Yeah, it's mostly it's like pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like people. It's it's something that a lot of comics feel like you know it's it's a thing you should do and I don't I don't I never get tired of it I think yeah, it's, it's a really good thing a to like thing. challenge them especially the artist to kind of challenge their storytelling abilities yeah. and yeah my problem with it is like I read so much based like enjoy so much comics based on the dialogue and stuff that like for me I read comics way too fast already Jared doesn't so. doesn't look at any pictures I look at them a little so bit so he reads just yeah. word filled comics yeah, no so pictures silent comics I'm like yeah. I want, I want more writing. <laughs> Pictureless comics is yes. what Jared wants. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Those more... are called books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll try them out. I'm more word focused too, just because I I'm a, I think I'm more of a book person than I am an art yeah. person. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to it, but I don't know, and maybe that's why maybe that's why like that six gun issue like really <laughs> struck me because it was the first one where it's like wow this is so cool that you can do this that I people do, do like this. Art. <laughs> <laughs> I majored Amazing. in it. I should like it. <laughs> But All yeah. right. Well, that hopefully answered your question, Lucas. Uh, try to check out some of those. Um, yeah, that's all the questions we have for this week. 
But yeah, then, thanks for uh, checking in with us. That was you over can the Twitter. Questions all over the place. You can send us Twitter um, at Facebook. You can send it to uh, at Big Planet Comics. What did I say last time? At Big Blind Blind. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, you can tweet it at us at Big Planet Comics. You can send it to our ask box on Tumblr and send, send it in, you know, old-fashioned email. Yeah, is email give us a call at the store. Yeah. Yes. That's old-fashioned. It now. is old-fashioned now. Jeez. Write it on a piece of paper and slip it under the door. Pony Express? Or, or just ask us in person, but it'd be nice if you wrote it down so we don't If forget. you send a Pony Express, Kelly will love you forever. I oh, my goodness. Like a literal, like, But, like, a literally it has to be a pony. Atta- <laughs> attach it to the shell of my friend Turtle who lives in the creek next to the store. <laughs> You'll never be able to get it because it'll eat your fingers. It's true. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. That's all the questions we have, and we're going to go on to some new reviews. All right. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. Alright, first up today we got 8 House number one. Is it 8 House number one? Is it 8 House Arclight number one? It's 8 House number one. I think Arclight is the storyline. Yeah, it's 8 House number one Arclight. Okay, so 8 House number one Arclight uh, by Brandon Graham and Marion Churchland, who are married. They are married, and the Marrying only marrying awesome talents. Yeah, the only cool. yeah, it's very unfair. The only thing <laughs> that I had seen uh, her art on before was like she did this really awesome Mass Effect fan comic, <laughs> and that's literally the only thing I'd ever seen. So opening beast. this comic was like a revelation. <laughs> I think she did some profit a little bit yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah what's that book the beast? graphic novel? Yeah, beasts. Yeah, it's yeah, like I haven't Beauty read beast, beast type story. Yeah, I should because I love Beauty and the Beast takes. And her art is incredible. It is. So this is this. It's it's a very hard comic to explain. Well, Eight um, House is like a world where different stories will be taking place. Yes. Um, so this is this. It's one of the two upcoming or new Brandon Grand image projects. Um, so this we've got these mages who <laughs> yeah. are. It's very hard to explain. Yeah, this. it's really hard to explain. <laughs> so you've got these like night mage people, and one of them. I think used to be a person and is now right. sort of a walking tree branch. It's yeah, and they work sort of. for like a lady. Yeah. Like. Uh, one of my favorite things about this comic is the way gender is treated. So every, I think everyone we see I think everybody's female is in this, female, right? but they. Oh, there's, there's at least one male. Or everyone dresses female. Like that's kind of the, the style of fashion. True, but the in terms of people referring to themselves as lady or as sir, yeah, that right. that doesn't necessarily correlate with what right, we right, think of as yeah. I was confused because the one lady, gender. yeah, she said she it was sir, and I was like, oh, I guess that's a guy, and I was like, oh no, it's a woman. Yeah, <laughs> so I think this comic is going to be very much about the interaction between these two women, yeah. um, the knight and the mage, and it's just well, there's a crazy twist at the end too. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. It, there, it's definitely a hook. It's yeah. a great, it's a great first issue, and it is just astoundingly beautiful. I cannot. And it's a really well built out fantasy world with some really clever ideas. Um, yeah, there's like a creature, magical stuff. It's like a bloodborne creature that yep. uh, needs kind of a new body every once in a while, and they put it into a duck. And there's some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, and it's not often that you read a very high fantasy book that involves a knight going clubbing, which is definitely <laughs> right. a thing that True. happens in this right. book. <laughs> yeah, and there's definitely some like. Uh, some squabbling going on. There's like two women that like hate each other and are like eyeing each other from across the room and stuff. Uh, like it's kind of like it's typical club stuff, except with like this added level of being like knights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. And they're not they're they're squabbling like ab- about the honor of the people <laughs> right. who they serve. Yeah. Right. Yep. So this it's it's fantastic. It's a really good mix of very disparate stuff. It works really well. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Very very much. Uh, that was Arclight. 
uh, I guess eight house arc light. Eight house number one arc light. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> um, next up, we have eighteen days number one by Grant Morrison and Jivan Kang. So um, Grant Morrison did an earlier project, which was the just eighteen days as well as a giant hardcover book, where he's kind of inspired by the like Indian mythology of was it the Mahabharata? Like oh, man, I live there. I can't remember. Uh, but basically, he's kind of taking like all the craziness of like the early stories of the Indian gods and kind of adapting it into comics. And so this is again another take on that. Um, but with a, it's kind of he's it's kind of like a sci-fi veneer over it. I mean, so fantasy. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a fan, sci, sci fantasy combo. So if you've got like you know the armies of the gods being led into battle, but if you look at all the kind of amazing stuff uh, that the gods were doing, you know, they could have, you know, glowing swords or like laser rifles or whatever. Right. But there's like uh, demons and yep. mon- all sorts of monsters. And yep. It's, it's and all the amazing stuff of giants. technology all thrown together. Um, but this one, it seems like it's a good, I mean, he's definitely like putting some strong characters as kind of the leads to follow. Um, because there's going to be a lot of fighting, but there's a like, lot going on in this book, yeah. but also not much. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a big setup that you know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot be of setup. Some throwdown, really, really. Yeah, there's a crazy huge kind of soon. like description of the world, and then you kind of get the beginning of a conflict, and it's interesting. Uh, I feel like it's weird because this is almost like post-apocalyptic. I yeah, think. see, that's what I mean. It's like such a weird take. So, on yeah, it's well, a weird combo. How yeah, they talk about it. They talk about what the post-apocalypse is going to be, and then they're like. But that's not this. This is back then. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. It go. jumps around a little bit. Um, yeah, I crazy. love the art on this. Yeah, Absolutely I, love I thought the it was art. Becky Clunan yeah. for Jeevan a long Kang. time. Oh, that's true. It's very <laughs> stylized yeah. after Becky Clunan's stuff. I was like, wait, is this not Becky Clunan? The oh, features on the people, yeah, yeah. are very Clunan-esque. Especially the face. Yeah, the faces are yeah. exactly the same. Um, and this is this is an Indian publisher, correct? Yeah. Graphic yeah. India? Yeah, yeah, they're putting a bunch of um, Indian-related comics, but... Uh, this is definitely the one of the cooler ones. Yep. Yeah, um, and it's only a dollar. This yep, first the first issue. one's a buck, so it's worth checking out. Yeah, I feel like sure. they should have advertised that more. Yeah, should have uh, been on the cover. One dollar, eighteen days. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Uh, that was eighteen days number one by Grant Morrison uh, and Kevin Uh Next up, we have Red Skull number one by Joshua Williams and Luca Pizarro. Williamson. Um, Williamson. What did I say? Williams. Oh, oh it just says Williams on the paper. Oh. Williamson. It is Williamson. That was a mistake. I blame Jared. Yeah, um, you blame me. <laughs> yep. Uh, Trusting the internet. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this is another Secret Wars book. Um, this one is about a group of kind of... Uh, they're all, I guess, supervillains that are kind of thrown together because of some kind of association with the Red Skull. Um, the Red Skull in uh, Battleworld... Tried to lead a coup against the Doom and was exiled to the Deadlands where all the zombies are. And uh, so this ragtag team is thrown together uh, to find either evidence that Red Skull is dead or alive. Um, And that's kind of the basic setup. And there's a couple of crazy twists. Uh, The mission goes terribly wrong uh, instantly. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of bad things happen to people. But uh, yeah, I thought this was fun. I mean, it's. You know, it's not like super deep or anything, but it's fun enough. I liked yeah, the interactions between everybody in this you get is to see terrible. All these kind of characters yeah. like arguing and you know fighting against each other, even as they're getting beat up and stuff. Yeah, there's but. not really anybody to root for because everybody's pretty much evil. Yeah, I had yeah, trouble with that. Bucky's okay, um, but I think it's fun enough and funny enough. Um, a little bit of a spoiler: I like that Electro got eaten by Electro as a zombie. Zombie, <laughs> a zombie Electro. 
Uh, and it, especially because it, it was like a, a deep blue sea type death. You ever see deep blue sea the movie? Oh yeah, because uh, he's giving a speech about how they're going to make it out alive, and then he gets eaten by a zombie. Yeah, pretty. Awesome. I had some trouble following this. Um, I don't know, just it's very it, referency to a lot of old. Comic it is. Stuff. It's, it's references that I didn't get, and it also just like sort of jolted forward a couple times in a way yeah. where I was like, wait a minute, a page ago we were somewhere totally different, and I'm not sure how we got here, <laughs> and that happened a couple times, and I just had some trouble following. Um, that, but yeah, again, I'm not super familiar with right. all of the characters, and so I'm <laughs> there's definitely some, some weird ones. Those. There's Jack O' Lantern and Moonstone. Yeah, yeah. going um, a little deep. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's not going to change your life, but it's, it's a fun <laughs> diversion. Yeah, uh, that was Red Skull number one. Uh, next up, we have Inspire number one uh, by Simon Spurrier and Jeff Stokely, the creative team behind Six, Six Gun, Gun Gorilla. Six Gun Gorilla, not the Six Gun. No. Six but Gun Six Gun Gorilla is also one of my very favorite things. Um, you just like things called Six and it was Apparently, six and I do. I did not know that about myself until <laughs> I started working at Big a comic Planet Comics. Six right. Gun Charlie. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You want my endorsement? R- title something. Six Gun Jedi. Six Gun Jedi. Oh my gosh! Oh, that would be <laughs> I would right. like that one. <laughs> so this is a very different thing from Six Gun Gorilla. This is much more of a fantasy feel, much more of a high fantasy feel, and it's n- doesn't have that sort of. Um, it's sense of ridiculous that this that right. Six Gun Gorilla sort of it kind of does a little bit a little bit there's a but little not like, nearly as much there's little like uh, flying little golem golem dudes. Dudes. Yeah. but it's also another combination of fantasy sci-fi true again so the spire is this um, huge like spire. city <laughs> that it just goes up and up and up and gets you know tinier and tinier and tinier until you've right. got a spire at the top and it seems to be uh, organized by class so the higher up right. you are the the higher you are in the uh, in the class, and the main character is a cop, basically, and she is also not human or not not a member of the prominent race that yeah, is here. She's a unique, whatever she is. Yeah, um, and the way they introduce that is it's interesting because you know she can do these things, but at this point you're like, well, maybe that's normal, and then you basically see people like throwing slurs at her, and you're like, oh, okay, apparently this is not normal. Yeah. So the beginning of the book, the baron of this place has died, and the ruling, the the ruler that's taking over is his daughter, who um, is not as into the in- inclusiveness of the races as her father was. Yeah. So you're sort of in this time of turmoil, and in the midst of this, um, a woman, a highborn woman, is killed, and so you've, your main character, who is Ska, I think her name is. Yeah. Uh, she is investigating Shah. this. Shah. Oh, sorry, Shah. Yeah. Shah. Not Scott. Shah or Shay, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's got a little... It's, it's the A with a little circle on top of it, yeah. which I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, she's a really interesting character. She is yeah. very sort of abrupt and gruff and um, just trying to do her job. And um, she's also got an interesting love life, which I don't want to spoil for you because I think it's <laughs> one of the, the things about this that I liked the best. Uh, so yeah, I love this issue. I am. It's uh, the first. I think it's an eight-part miniseries. Yeah, and it's I an am... interesting world. I like. I like the world a lot. Yeah, um, Jeff Stokely's art is amazing. It's so um, good. Yeah, he has a really good always. choice for this because there's so much weirdness happening. But there's a lot it, of cool character design. And, um, yeah, the little flying golem things are cool. The things in the smoke wood are cool, and I don't know all, this, all the, the technology all the costuming is and interesting. Technology yeah, and yeah. And monsters. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, but yeah, and it's, it looks like a pretty interesting murder mystery that uh, Shaw has to be investigating here. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on, but they're all very well told. Yeah. So yes. Very so. intriguing. That was the Spire number one. Next up, we got We Stand on Guard number one uh, by a little known writer 
Yeah, who Brian, is this guy? Brian K. Vaughan. And What's he done? Actually, what do I... Swamp old thing. school favorite artist, uh, Steve Scrooge. I think it's pronounced Scrooge. Sure. Um, they yeah, I was, I was super into him back in the day. He did a Gambit series, which I really liked. He and, is uh, really good at drawing mechs, guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's super good at it. He did Doc Frankenstein. was, I think, the last thing. Oh, really? Which did. was also awesome. Yeah, which was also great. Um, so, yeah. What is this about, Jared? Uh, so, this takes the very unlikely premise that uh, a terrible, terrible terrorist attack happens a uh, hundred years in the future uh, in America. And, of course, they blame Canada, like you do. Well, it seems like Canada's already kind of... They already have some kind of tension between them. Otherwise, you know, why would they think it was Canada? Because <laughs> can't trust Canada. Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> so then uh, the U.S. invades Canada. And 12 years later, there is a very, very small group of uh, rebel fighters trying to resist the U.S. invasion in the wilds of Canada. And they are basically being hunted down by giant American mech killer robots. So uh, you've got a cool mixed team of all kinds of weirdos who are fighting all kinds of crazy robots, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's um, awesome. The main character, oh man, what was her name? Mm-mm-mm. Doesn't matter. Amber. Amber. Yeah, uh, whose entire family was, or maybe her, I guess her brother survived, her but brother uh, survived. her parents were killed in a the initial initial attack. Right in front of her. Kind of, yeah. It's pretty brutal. She's kind of living on her own, trying to like live off the grid and stay out of the conflict. But you know, she gets sucked in with this kind of, yeah, the rebel group. But yeah, the mechs are pretty awesome. The there's a giant mech that looks like the uh, Thundercats headquarters. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, loved that this is told from the Canadian side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The U.S. is kind of the bad guys in this. The U.S. is definitely the bad guys Um, in this. They're definitely the unseen kind of enemy with giant mechs just killing people i loved some of the initial character stuff we get on amber like um vaughn expects that you're going to assume certain things about her and sort of quickly turns that against you in a really fun way um he does that with a couple different characters and i i don't know it's 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 one of those things where it's like, you know, recently the only Vaughn stuff I've read is Saga, and you can definitely hear his voice in this, but yeah. it's very different from Saga. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have any of that humor, really. Um, it's got like a tiny bit. Like situational humor. Yeah, most of it's a little more serious. Uh, but yeah, it was very good. I think we all loved it, right? Yes. It was awesome. We stand on guard number one. Came uh, out on Canada Day. <laughs> yeah. Did it really? Yes, yeah. it I did. I noticed that. That's really <laughs> funny. Hilarious. Um, and last, but certainly last, not least, we have The Hero, volume one. By David Rubin. Uh, David Rubin is the guy who did uh, the fiction, which we talked about a few weeks ago. And, and he, he also did... He did uh, the second Battling Boy... The Battling Boy spinoff, the Aurora West. Aurora West. West. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's even got another series coming out. But anyway, uh, this is his... I think this was a web series. Oh, now, really? Now it's collected. Wow. Um, Might just come out in Spain first, but... Maybe. And this is all the chapters of it. Uh, so, yeah, this is basically the story of Hercules... Um, kind of with a weird, uh, this is another book actually that's half fantasy, half yep. sci-fi because <laughs> there's, it. there's definitely some weird technology stuff going on, but it's, you know, uh, so there's this kind of prophecy where, um, Hercules, uh, and his brother are both born at the same time. Um, and the prophecy is that whichever brother is born first will, um, rule over the one who's born second and he has to do whatever he says and so the first one born is Eurystheus um and he basically becomes king and he runs uh 
the whole of uh, is it all of Greece or just um, be the area? Yeah, the area they're from, and so he just sends her. He hates Hercules because Hercules is very noble, and he's just he's pretty much straight up evil, and he wants Hercules to die, and so does Hera, uh, and so she she they they constantly send him on missions to try to get him to die from some kind of horrible creature, um, and this this is kind of the same thing from the myth where he's got the tasks. So, you know, first he's got to fight, you know, he's got to fight a Hydra. Um, but it's, there's interesting takes on all of yeah, that. There, there's um, enough updates. And like, even if you've known all the story of Heracles, you'll kind of, will still go into this and have some pleasant surprises and yeah. some really clever, different ways of telling the stories. Right. It's very episodic, but it also kind of skips ahead in years. So you see Her- Hercules get older and older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, well, they, I guess they always call him Heracles on this. But do they? Yeah, that's yeah. the okay. Greek. Yeah, yeah. that's that uh, the proper way to to to, to call him, right? Um, well, uh, the Olympian series that uh, George did when he came into signing, he pointed out that it's because he changed his name because Hera cursed him. Oh, that's funny. And so it's like that he had to work to fight <laughs> off the the curse of Hera. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe that happens in this. We'll see. Um, oh, Hera but there's some crazy interesting twists. Like <laughs> there's like the the stag he has to kill. There's yeah. a crazy twist to that um, and a really messed up ending to yeah. it. Uh, a lot of this has some, you know, it's it's very episodic, but yeah, every they, episode they ends with great little comics. Yeah. Every but. episode ends with like a crazy twist. But there's also a bigger story building up with with Hercules and his brother in conflict. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very good. It reminded me a lot of like something like Samurai Jack, um, where it's like half fantasy, half sci fi. And um, the action is very, very good and very well told visually um and and the the creatures are always very interesting like for example he fights these birds um and he's they're all made of metallic uh they have metallic feathers so nobody can really defeat them and he finds like clever solution where he rings two bells together to get their um metal pieces to fall off and and there's a lot of stuff like that it's very fun um yeah if you like actiony stuff it's very good and if you're interested in any mythology then right yeah this is amazing yeah, if you like Samurai Jack, I think that's the closest thing I could say to yeah. it. Um, it's a compliment because Samurai Jack is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so that yeah. was the hero book one. Yep. I'm interested to meet some more. It's very good. Yep, it was awesome. Yeah. That was it for episode 146. All right, Woo. guys. We made it through. We did. We, uh, we'll be back for episode 147. Yeah, we'll have a special guest on next week's episode. Oh, we have a special guest. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. It's a mysterious person. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you then. All right, see you. Bye.